wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Moving back to Canada sucked Why? It is a process Paperwork? It, especially in Manitoba Try getting a Manitoba driver's license. Oh, yeah. Lisa needed to get her BC driver's license. She walked in with her Kuwait driver's license, handed it to the person, sat down, took a picture. I don't even think she filled out a paper. I think the lady took it from her orally of her address and said it'll be mailed to you in two weeks. Well... My license, see, what we decided, we were going to buy a car either in B.C. or in Manitoba. We didn't really care. So we decided to get it in Manitoba. The plan was to fly back, go from the airport to the licensing place, get my license, which I pre-planned everything. I read up online of all the papers I needed, got everything done, um, had all the papers express post, got that done. My friend picked me up at the airport, had the papers, go to the insurance place. The woman was just, she just hated me. I think she was racist, if I'm guessing, because as soon as I gave her the Kuwait driver's license, she did not like me. Um, did you have your passport with you? Yeah, I had a passport. I had a bank account with my name on it. I had my Manitoba health card. I had my driver's license in Manitoba that expired like 46 days ago. Mm. Mm, um I had a guarantor form from somebody that's known me for more than two years saying where my address was signed of a certain, you have to be from a certain professional background, hmm. um, had multiple pieces of photo identification, including a passport. <laughs> getting a passport was easier than getting my driver's license by far, hmm. way easier. And the lady, she's like, well, and online it says, in extenuating circumstances, a guarantor's letter will count as proof of address. And, and she had. And she was like, well, do I, I, I've never seen that. I like pulled it up on my phone. I also have a phone bill going to my house in my name. Apparently that wasn't enough for her. I'm like, she's like, well, can you print it out? I'm like, well, I signed up for paperless billing. She's like, well, you're going to have to get a paper on. I'm like, this is my phone. I activated it like today. And here's my address and here's my bill. And here's like, and she's just like, she was just like, you don't have it. And you have no proof of residence that you actually live in Manitoba. You're going to be staying in Manitoba. It's like, but it says on the website that this would work. She's like, well, she, I'm just going to tend you to somebody else. And they're going to tell you the exact same thing. So that she gets me to take a number. And the mm-hmm. lady comes over and she's super nice to me. And she's about to do it. And this secretary woman walks over. And it's like, he doesn't have any of the papers. He shouldn't be getting. And I went to her and I was like, who asked you for any of your advice? Oh. <laughs> and, the, and the girl, the girl just started laughing at me. And I'm like, all it is, is that this woman hates me. And I, I like was pointing. I was like three feet from her. I'm like, she just hates me. And you shouldn't listen to anything she has to say. <laughs> it was great. It was Lisa was so sure I was going to get arrested or something. <laughs> Because well, I have that Middle Eastern. Um, well, there's, there's like the only to... thing to do, only way to get things done in Kuwait is just scream at everybody, which I'm like inherently good at. It's in my blood. 
Um, <laughs> was this the Dauphin DMV? <laughs> no, this was in Winnipeg. Because Dauphin DMV used to have a security guard, and I was always like, why? Now I know. So the girl is like, okay, my boss is mad. This is not, this is the secretary that's causing this scene. And then this girl's like, it's, she's a trainee. She's like, I don't know what to do. She's like, just go to any auto pack agency, and they won't care. She's like, nobody there cares. <laughs> so I went to the auto pack place, and it was this guy from where was he from? Like Bali or something. <laughs> Somewhere I had been. Boom. Super best friends hanging out. License. But it was a little stressful because the car dealership was closing and I had to get my license in order to get my car. So I'd paid for a car, but I couldn't take it because I didn't have a license. So I need a Manitoba license to insure a vehicle in Manitoba. It was a nightmare. Like, <laughs> It was it was worse than Kuwait at some points. That might be an exaggeration, <laughs> but it was it was terrible. But the one thing I will say is like when you call people in Canada, like you call a customer support line, mm -hmm. or you call a government number, and it's like people answer the phone and they like want to help you, and I'm like so not used to that. <laughs> like I'm used to when I call someone, they're like, "Why are you calling me? You got the wrong number." It's like, "No, I don't have the wrong number. This is the only like three people have told me this is the number." No, I'm. No, and it's like they just want to go back and play on their phones because they're lazy Kuwaitis who don't want to work. Or you call like because your phone isn't working. Well, it could be anything. It's not my like everybody's first job in the Middle East is to say that it's not their job to do the job, even if it is their job. And then you have to argue about them whether it is your job. And then when you tell them the problem, they tell you that that's not actually happening. Like I've had people come to fix my plumbing where they're like, "What? It's not broken. It's like there's like water coming out of the wall." They're like, "Oh, it's just a little. It's not not a, it's not this isn't broken." It's like, what the hell are you? So it's like, first rule is like, it is not your job. <laughs> so you call someone because the water is leaking. And it's like, well, it's the guy in the building. The, the owner of the building's in charge of this. And then they go to the owner of the building. He's like, oh, it's the school that's renting the building that's in charge of this. And then you go to the school. They're like, it's the air conditioning <laughs> companies that's supposed to do this. And then, when anybody... you get... yeah. and when you get them to come, whoever you finally, whichever so poor son of a bitch you drag in comes in and just denies that anything is wrong it is not broke it is fixed now or they'll just like hit it with a stick and then they'll go out into the hallway for three minutes and say okay i fixed it and they didn't fix it. they just walked around the building and said they fixed it and then they try and leave as fast as they can so you have to make people stay until you're sure that it's fixed it's unbelievable. Like people try and run away without doing work. <laughs> so in Canada, it's a little different when you when you call someone and they actually want to help you, which is um, a great segue into my other awesome experience moving back, which is shipping all my stuff home. Oh, oh dear lord! Oh boy! So shipping eight boxes of freight from Kuwait to Canada, not the easiest experience maybe the worst experience um see because when you ship things from kuwait sometimes they never get shipped um they just never leave the country it happens all the time and these are nice items right yeah well yeah and these are like my household like yeah stuff that is it's like um because you're paying to get these things shipped so yeah yeah they're paying good money like paying yeah. like, what well, well over a thousand dollars. Like oh, easily. that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, but we're getting it shipped, and um, so you have to ship stuff before you leave the country, 
because if it doesn't track that it's left the country, you have to go and start yelling at people in the country. Yeah. And then you might have to go through a warehouse for three days and find your boxes, right? And I'm sure it's Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, I, I literally put giant pink gorilla tape on all of my boxes and giant X's. Great idea. <laughs> because I was ready to go and find them. Like every single one of my boxes was covered in like a tape system. <laughs> with the inventory specifically listed on the box with addresses and like everything. And... um Government of uh, Canada website, like every single thing that they said you were allowed to import if you lived abroad was like exactly what's in my boxes. I checked the website. Everything was allowed to be shipped without anything. I, sh- I send it out about two weeks early, gets out of Kuwait, gets to Germany, gets out of Germany. From Germany, it goes to Kentucky. From t- Kentucky, it goes to Minnesota. From Minnesota, it goes, boom, stuck in customs. I'm like, customs, what? There's nothing to declare. Like, it says on the box what's in it. There's all, so all these things are exact from customs. Turns out UPS just decided that my, my parcel was worth money and that it was new goods. And they're like, oh, sorry, it was a mistake. We called your mother and she didn't know exactly what was in the box. <laughs> and uh, we, sent, we sent a letter. And um, <laughs> I guess the attachment that, that you sent us that specifically said every single thing. We only got the first two boxes. It got cut off. We didn't look at that because we just used a screenshot. We didn't know there was more to the list. That there was eight boxes. So we just put money. So now you have to just pay us $400. Or you could clear customs to yourself. But you'd, you'd probably have to go to Winnipeg to do it. And, and you're flying into Vancouver. So we, they might just send your box back to Kuwait if you're not there in time. So you could just pay us $400, which is just a small fee plus some... <laughs> And I was like, so I call Canada Customs. And the lady's like, who did you ship with? I'm like, UPS. She's like, they're the worst people on earth. (laughs) She's like, 50% of my job is people that are exactly. So I almost had to go to some customs court for a second. This is what the woman thought I was going to have to do. And she's like, you'll win. This is a slam dunk. She's like, they just break the law and then want you to pay the money. So I was like, well, what about that they're going to ship them back? She's like, it's like illegal to ship things out of customs. She's like, so once it's made it there, someone has to claim it or it'll be destroyed after like a year. She's like, so they're lying to you that they're going to ship it back because they can't. It's not in their possession anymore. It's, it's not up to them. So that's just a lie. So don't worry about your goods not being shipped. I'm like, what about me having come to Winnipeg to do this? Because I'm landing in Vancouver first. She's like, you just at your very first point of entry, you have to fill out a form and have unaccompanied goods. So I just have to like go to customs and handwrite a list of every single thing in the box. And some guy like stamped them, right? It's faxed them, sent them to Winnipeg. All of a sudden, boom, my goods are shipped. But they were just like lying. Like, oh, we didn't get this. We don't know what's in the... There was like a giant list of everything on the boxes and on every box. And on papers, like stuck to the box. And with the shipping company that I... Like, they were just like... They just lied and made up a value. And they did the exact same thing to my friend who did the exact same thing. It's just such a scam. It was like... Who get... Why would they even bother... Who gets this money? Well, Canada Customs gets some of it, but there's this like a handling bonus that they they tack on a percent, but they don't. They're like, we can't tell you exactly what it'll be, but once you give us permission to do this, then we'll tell you how much it is. <laughs> and it's like normally like forty percent of the value, and they put the value of these boxes as a thousand dollars of new goods, even though it said used on the box, personal items used, like it was just like. 
such a scam. And I ended up paying nothing. But if it wasn't for like the people at Canada Customs who like walked me through how to do it, they were incredibly helpful and like knew the scam. Like if it was if it was like anywhere else in the world, like um, they might I would have never seen my stuff again. You know what I mean? Like it would have been stolen or disappeared or but. Yeah, they, they were like, well, you're going to have to change your plane. Like, that's what UPS was telling me. You might have to fly into Winnipeg because your goods are there. And also, you're supposed to get into the country before your goods do. It's like, they're just like making up things just to like kind of scare you, just to get you to say that we give you permission. It was just such a scam. And like, you're vulnerable at that point, right? Because it's all your stuff. You've already paid like 1500 bucks. Yeah. Do you have a name? Do you keep like track of who you're talking to? Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just call them back. Just check in. <laughs> <laughs> just call them all the time. Can we call them now? Just be... <laughs> Here's what happened in the end. What do you think about it? <laughs> Carter, you're saying you have Skype money? I did. Microsoft <laughs> took it away. Oh. I have to reactivate it. Uh... They would definitely be closed right now, too. You know, because they don't like working. We just need full hours. So minimal. Full automation. That's what we need. Have you have you guys heard of the dash buttons in the states? The what? Dash buttons. They're an Amazon.com product. Is this like slingshots? No. So what it is? It's it's a button that's got some adhesive on one side, and so you stick it to your wall. And it's a little Wi-Fi enabled device that retails for $4.99. And so there are some good uses for it. Like, you know how you run a little laundry detergent? And you all oh, go get it at the store next time. And then you forget next time you're at the store and you still oh, don't have laundry yeah. detergent. So what you do is you put this dash button in your laundry machine and you're out of, uh, out of detergent. You just press the dash button and automatically... Uh, your account will order some Tide. It, it's like branded, so it's like Tide. You'll automatically like get some Tide next day or two days from now delivered to you. <laughs> and after your first purchase, they refund you the, the $5. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Um, other ones are obviously toilet paper and paper towel, you know, things that, you know, you sort of forget about when you go to the store. But what I'm really interested in is the... Um, Less useful <laughs> things that you can get with them. Oh boy, Doritos, <laughs> <laughs> Slim Jim. <laughs> like what pathetic piece of crap can't go pick up Slim Jim? I need a Slim Jim. I'm all out. I've only got like four packs left. Gotta just like. Oh, this seems like my dream thing though. Like pre-planning everything all the time. Yeah, but your entire house would just be like these dash buttons in your kitchen and stuff. And heaven forbid if a kid gets a hold of it, it'd be like Doritos. <laughs> click, 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 oh. click, click, click. And then like the entire Dorito truck just backs up into your driveway like the next day. Like $7,000 worth of Doritos. Plus customs. <laughs> <laughs> UPS. So that's not available in Canada yet. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a cool thing or a stupid thing. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, for pet food and stuff like that, it's kind of cool, I think. I still want a camera in my fridge that I can look at anytime. That's cool. You know, that's my, 
That's my idea to make a billion dollars, right? It's already, it's out. Sorry. Is there? Yeah. Like fridge and cupboard cams that you could yeah. just activate when you're at the grocery store? Probably. Yeah. At like, least on the outside of the fridge, so you don't have to open it to look at what's in there. I'm sure you could swing that into a phone. Like I want it inside. I want a camera in my fridge. It's tough to get that angle, though, to get everything, you know? I put a camera on every shelf with a nice fisheye. <laughs> yeah. This is what you do. Okay. So, multi thing. So, I have a. Uh, uh, I forget what it's called. It's a little link, I think it's called for baby link. <laughs> uh, so it's a you know camera that you can view at any time on your phone when he's sleeping and whatnot. So uh, so you you just point that at your fridge, and then you hook up some like robotic thing to open your fridge door. Instead of having multiple cameras, you just have this baby link posted at the fridge. Then you press the robotic button on your phone, and it'll like open your fridge, and then you'll have a good view of what you got in there. And cupboards. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because I want to just go to the grocery store and then open my phone and just see all my cupboards. Or, like, maybe there's a way it just takes a screen capture. Like, it's like, can you just do, like, a high-res picture of, like, my bathroom, my toiletries, my shower, my cupboards, and my fridge and just make one big picture that I can just zoom in on and see what I need? You might be better just to have someone. I'm making a million dollars, right? I don't know. I'd rather just pay somebody like Prince and have uh, an artist and to be like, quick, sketch me what's in my fridge and send it to my phone. I'm all out of yak milk. Where's the dash money for the, the, the dash? Dash the yak. For the uh, Dunkaroos. I'm going to just scream dash all the, all the time now. Yeah. But isn't that another name for ISIS? Oh, yeah, you're right. Dash. It is. Dash. It is. Yeah. I might I might be caught pledging my allegiance. Like that poor guy in where was it, Connecticut or something? Oh, I didn't hear about that. It was some guy from the Emirates who was walking around in like the traditional garb because uh, he was going for like medical treatment. And a woman like ran into the corner of like a, a lobby or a store and was like, I heard him on the phone pledging his allegiance to ISIS. <laughs> and she just like made it up and like yeah. Got scared and ran into a room and like nine one came and beat the crap out of this guy and like tackled him and he's like sick, so that was awesome. And then he passed out after. Really great because he was literally pledging his allegiance to ISIS on the cell phone of his of her like store, because that's what people do. That's what I do on a phone. I walk around and pledge my allegiance to things while I'm on the phone, in a foreign language that that person doesn't understand. That's what that Orlando shooter did. He pledged allegiance on the phone. Really, to nine one one. Yeah. Oh, well, this guy was not calling, like, yeah. So she just copycatted that? Maybe. Carter, whatever you're grinding, please stop. Oh, sorry. Playing Lego here. Giant (laughs) kid Lego. Oh. Have you guys ever eaten a frozen? Is this a thing for you? A frozen eat more bar? Maybe. Like when I was a kid. The best. Freeze the hell out of an eat or bar, then eat it. It's so Won't satisfying. Won't that just shatter your teeth? No, you gotta wait till it defrosts a little bit. I think. Nah, I go right in. Oh wow! Because what? It, like, oh, it's so good. It's my favorite thing. I might need a dentist, but it's okay. I'm back in Canada where dental care is covered under my employer. Well, Trevor, I've been. I can one up you for food this week. I've been home on summer break with kid. So, have you? There is now, um, like ice cream. I guess. Ice cream topper. So it's like this one that Allison got but didn't like was chocolate fudge cover for cho- like for your own Sundays. So but it's two th- top. 
Okay. Yeah, but it's too thin. You cannot get it. I asked him, like, I can't even get this out. What do I do? But you have to microwave it for 30 seconds. So you take the lid off and heat it up, and you pour out scalding hot syrup onto ice cream. Holy crap. Well, what if you just got rid of the ice cream part and just, just went right in? It's great. It's, <laughs> well, I like that. it's dangerous. Because it's, it's, it cools off pretty fast, but the first few. <laughs> if you don't follow that waiting a minute, it's just steaming. Oh, microwaves are dangerous. Dangerous. So good. Nice. So I like that. That's something, that's something I'd recommend. What if you put that in the freezer and then just chopped it with an axe and ate it <laughs> in pieces? Something about frozen food right now. I love eating. Yeah, you'd get just a solid hunk of chocolate yeah yeah and it would slowly melt on the surface while you're like cracking oh that'd be good oh that'd be good you know what what we request basically comes true here from food manufacturers if you remember what episode 150 was titled brent what was it called shut up it's called the bring back crystal clear <laughs> pepsi and by golly they brought it back because the wisdom wranglers demanded it what it's coming back, and episode 150 was straight up, the title was called Bring Back Crystal Clear Pepsi. We should post that episode in all the blogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Refresh it. Uh, <laughs> so, while I'm clearing things out of my phone, what's to talk about here? Um, <laughs> Don't just okay. use this. <laughs> this is... We're not your garbage man of <laughs> so, ideas. Okay, so this is good. This is good. This is months ago. I found this site where it's like, type in your name and we'll give you a luchador name. I'm like, cool. <laughs> this is interesting. So, Trevor, uh, your name is Nasty Venus. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you type in Trevor Gordon, it gave out an Atomico Poppy. Oh, I like that. Uh, that. But Nasty Venus is pretty good, too. Yeah. Brent is grande. Mm-hmm. Asino. Ooh. The big ass. No, I think, I think that's like assassin or something. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, mine? Prince Hercules. That's terrible. So, okay. what are we doing? Are we going to do a live wisdom next week? Next week, live. Here comes some wisdom. Brent? Right. Is it going to happen? After anniversary dinner, maybe? I'll have it set up in the milk house. Okay. Oh, my life's going to be chaos that day. Are we going to stay up till 4 a.m. that night? Well, oh boy, it's going to be a rough day. We could have an early ish supper. No. Oh, yeah. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Well, because yeah. I'll be playing in Clear Lake that night. <laughs> what night? Saturday? Saturday night, and it'll be okay. a disaster. So if you're bored, you can come to Clear Lake and watch just an utter. It's a fun time. Let's put it that way. When do you need me to play again? Oh, maybe bass. Yeah, like this weekend and clear? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> this is if we're doing some later shows. Okay, yeah. Sounds damn. But we played a biker rally last or two days ago. Nice. Where I might have busted out Night Train. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the Night Train! My new favorite thing to do is Steven Adler face. If you know what that is. Not really. You know when his jaw goes to the side when he smiles because he's smashed his head and has <laughs> oh, brain damage for the rest of his life from drugs? Uh, it's mad, Trevor. Maybe stop scaring us here. You're just like, oh, Stephen Adler. Oh, text. And we're all like, why, is he dead? No, he just joined the band. Oh, I thought you guys would have seen that. but 
No, no, I didn't see what happened at the Cincinnati show last night. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty up on it still. Although Izzy Strat, never mind. I'll stop. <laughs> I uh, I might listen to some Chinese democracy. Rent's loading at the, a gun. at the gym today. What just ha- what just happened? What what happened to Izzy? I just don't know. I just mm. Stephen Adler it. after 26 yeah. years of begging and trying to get his life on track to someday play drums with Guns N' Roses again in his life. It's so pathetic. Like there was a point where every week he would post himself playing a Guns N' Roses song to prove that he could do it. So how and many then, songs and- did he play? Just two, oh. but the smile I've imagined waiting 26 years of your life to try and fix something that you ruined. That was like the only good thing you ever did in the world. And the rest of your life, you were a dead junkie loser. And now you're recovered sort of maybe, but he could be off the trade anytime. So, but he ruined himself. Was this oh, before yeah. the, before they made it or no, no, they, they, had, they had made it. Okay. It had been made and he couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, and he finally got to play. They called him up, and he played, and he was literally the happiest person in the world. Mm-hmm. It was like really sweet. But he'll probably fall apart now and die. So. Got the 